welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and we're coming back at you live from the Tower City Comedy Festival in Paris, Texas. This is where I want to, like, clap. (laughs) (laughs) So we are again at Dax Crazy and Wings, which I still don't understand this title, but they do serve daiquiris. It's like uh, Bourbon Street style, like Fat Tuesday style. So you're going to get all these uh, daiquiris. Actually, now, I just thought of a drink that I've been... I like on cruises. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe they can make that. Um, like the Bahama Mama. Yeah, this one's a Miami Vice, and it's Ooh. it's pina colada and the strawberry daiquiri mix. Oh, I bet they could totally do that. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. Um, so I'm here uh, with two very talented comedians, April Galati, Galati, Galati. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it's I was okay. gonna mess it up. <laughs> and Tracy Kellett. Hello. Hello, ladies. How Hello. are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you so much for being here and enjoying some wings with me. Do you like wings? I love wings. Um, it's not my favorite food. It's not one I go out. I don't go out for it, but I do eat them. Yeah, I like yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. That's a fair assessment. Everybody has their own relationship with wings. Um, April and Tracy are also comedians here at the festival. Yes. Um, how's it been? Well, actually, introduce yourself for me. Tracy, I'll start with you. Tell me, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Um, so, um, I'm Tracy Kellett. I am from Colorado Springs. I am new to comedy. I've been doing it for about a year now. Nice. And I've kind of lucked into some really cool shows, like the show tomorrow with you, April. That's going to be fun. And Jimmy Pardo. Mm-hmm. Um, Fantastic. I honestly, I, I'm married. I have two kids. And a lot of my jokes center around um, me on the LGBTQ spectrum. So, yeah, that's sort of my art form right now. Very cool. We want to learn more about that yeah. on this podcast because this is about people. Funny mm-hmm. about who are you? Why are you so special? April. Yes. Who are you? Why are you so special? <laughs> I don't know if I'm special, but um, I'm April Gallaty. I live in Portland, Oregon right now. Um, been living there for about 13 years, and um, I, I'm married, but I don't have children. And um, mine, is all, <laughs> mine is all about uh, not having kids and going through menopause now. So that's what my comedy is about. Good so. for you. I like it. So definitely, like, two women who are, like, these are different but the same and, and have passions and, and, and opinions. And, and pa- I, I said passions already. But and weird coincidences in our lives. Oh, my Very God. weird. This is Uncanny. Weird, uh, yeah. See, what ha- this is what happens when you get people together for wings. You start talking, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, we have a lot in common. We had a lot of names in common. Mm-hmm. It was it was really cool. We have birth orders in common. Yes, we are all youngest. Yes, we're all babies. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's like a trait with comedians or even female comedians. I don't know. I, I think you had said earlier that if we took every all the comedians and put us in a spreadsheet, that the commonalities among Absolutely. us would be. Yeah. I wonder if anybody does any kind of kind of like anthropo- anthropologic studies on comedians because they I mean, do let's it on just do other, it right now. Yeah, they do it on <laughs> ad, the aspects of all kinds of other p- types of people. So I don't know why this one isn't covered. Well, so. I think you might have just sparked something. I know. I need. To, I, I've considered going back to school for anthropology. Apology. I think that yeah. would be fun. It is pretty cool. It is, but it yeah. just doesn't make any money. <laughs> Not well, that this makes any money. comic. Says the comic. I don't make any money doing this either. So how has the festival been going for you so far? We've had, we're one day in, we're, we're halfway through the second day. Like, how's it been going here at Tower City? Um, for me, it's been fun. I, I love to do long car rides. So I took a long car ride from uh, Portland, Oregon to Paris, Texas. And then I hit that one. I was in one show last night um, at the Blonde Pig. And I did horribly. So, yeah, it's going great. 
But Tracy says, she goes, no, you didn't do it. You probably didn't do as bad as you think. But I Never. recorded it, but I don't want to go back and listen to it. So Okay, so Never. I was on that show also. So I was first and you were last. So yes. we had like the, the uh, ends of it. Yep, you had I think the, the people in the middle had the good spots. They really did. Yeah. Set two through four, five maybe was enough. At that point, people are too tired. You know what? If you think about it, I'm going to put this into perspective, really for myself too, but it doesn't really matter. If, if we come to this festival and, like, who is it, like 30, 50 people in the audience, right? Yeah. Like, uh, are they going to go out and, like, make or break us or, like, whatever? No. But the relationships and the, the, the info that we got in the panels, like, yeah. that's where the value comes. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm just telling myself that. But you just right. got here. I just got Tracy. here. From where? So, um, we drove from the Springs. So I got into the hotel, took a nap. Um, I'm on the Rose Show tonight, and nice. I still have to write my jokes. So <laughs> I have like I have like half written, and I got to get to the other ones. <laughs> Do you like doing a Rose Show? Um, so back in the Springs, a friend of mine he runs You Look Like, which was like a show for Kevin Hart. He took it from um, I guess where it was originally done. I don't know, but he brought it with him to the Springs. And he begged me to be on the first show. He was like, please do this. Like, you're funny. You're a girl. Like, can you can you please do this for me? And I'm kind of like, no, I don't really want to be mean. And I ended up winning. Oh, my gosh. So now it's nice. just kind of a thing that I, I don't realize. So you don't know that you're good at until you do it. And then you right. realize you're a total dick. <laughs> I know. Can I'm great. I hate right everyone. Now? Can you give me one roast right now? I it's going to be hard because I was so nice to you. Just do it. You look like the woman who killed Selena. Oh! <laughs> Yolanda Saldivar? Wow, oh that came God. out that's in my back pocket. Yeah. That was not. I said that last night, I think. But, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. You know, I have a Selena shirt I brought with me, actually. Okay, just, that's weird. Again, another weird coincidence. I actually wrote that joke for a dude. So. Oh, that's so funny. That's a good rose. Um, can you roast April? Yeah, I'm not good at this. No, no guys. Like, can you make me hate you? We with friends. We just became friends. You know, the actress who played Yolanda Saldivar died um, not a while back. I yes. Was like, oh, that's isn't that weird? Yes. But so I'm just, it's just guys in the show tonight. So it, it's oh, yeah, easier to roast guys than girls. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. See, I'm no. not good at roasting. I don't, I, I, I think it's that Southern upbringing with yeah, me. It's very polite. hard to be mean to people. If, um, but you had, um, Tracy had said something about, what you call it? Honey roasting? Honey where you roasting. just say nice things? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Boast me, battle. Well, see, what I thought was is that no, I can actually take that and I should start doing my insults in a, in the Southern ways. Like, oh, well. Bless your heart. That's a beautiful shirt. I wouldn't have picked it, but all right. Did they you make know. that in your size? There yeah. you go. There's that one. Yeah. Did they have any in your size? <laughs> oh, I hate that. Just because it comes in your size doesn't mean you should wear it. Uh. My favorite roast, I think it was the only time I went to a roast show. It was at a festival, and one of the guys said, you look like your dad owes his dad money. <laughs> and I would stay with you. I'm like, your soft smile is so good. Because I want to get, if I do this, well, and I, 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 I don't do roast shows. I mean, I, I, maybe at some point, but if I did do them, I would want to do, I don't want to do you, you know, like, you're fat, you're this, you're that. Like, right. how can we get down to the core? Yes. Um, the, what so will the, make you hurt? I actually got Invisalign after the oh, first yeah. roast show that I was in because they went after my janky teeth oh. pretty hard. And I, once I got Invis Invisalign on, I was like, you guys know I have it. What are you going to make fun of me for? And one guy said, you look like you fucked every member of Sublime, even the dead one. And I was like, now that's oh, solid. That's so, now that's so good. Because I did. <laughs> and I do look like that. Um. <laughs> it just means we were hot in the 2000s <laughs> right. or the 90s. Or right. 1994. <laughs> I was nine. Oh. I, 
I know. It was great. I was, I was like 17. <laughs> One of the roast shows, somebody told me I look like uh, back in, in my hotter days, I used to give blowjobs to the, what was it, the, the stagehand guys. Like, I couldn't even ah, make it the, to the Oh, band. the roadies. Ah, yeah, to the roadies. Oh. Yeah, like, oh, you look like you give blowjobs to Oh, God, at least I got Bradley Knowles. Like, I know, right? <laughs> Oh, well, I guess I'll look try it. Whatever. These are fantastic. And actually talking about them is so helpful because it's like we're taking the power away. Yeah. You know, what's the worst you can say about me? Right. Um, I love this. I might try to do a roast. I should. That would be a good writing exercise. Like, just write some roast jokes. Yes. Well, and the cool thing, I mean, that you look like show, you have the premise. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, it's just plug and play. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So. I love that. That's well, basically I can't what I'm going to do tonight. tonight. <laughs> and I can't wait to see the Jimmy Pardo show. I can't wait to see Jimmy Pardo. So... Yeah, so I've had a good time. It's cold here in uh, in Paris, mm-hmm. Texas. Surprisingly so, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. a little brisk. Um, it's winter time in Paris. Oh, so we had some really good wings. I forgot to talk about wings, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Wings. Tell things. me about what did you order, and, and how do you like your wings? Well, or you don't really like wings, but... If well, I mean, I like chicken wings. I mean, it's just, it's just that I am a very classically southern white woman. Like, pepper is too much for me. Pepper is too much for me, so I go for like honey barbecue. So that's what I went for, yeah. honey barbecue. Because yeah, I'm the same way. I'm similar. I, can't, I cannot take any heat. I cannot. So what kind did you get? You got honey barbecue. I got honey barbecue. And you got bone in. I got bone in. Um, I heard people who eat it bone out are pussies, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys on the first show we did, he did the boneless. And I, I'll be honest, I ordered some boneless today just because I had already had wings. And I was like, you know, I just don't want to work too hard right now. <laughs> Have you ever seen the guy who um, has, holds the world's record for bone-in uh, wing eating? I don't think so, no. He eats them bone and all. Oh, God. He, no. freezes, um, he freezes lifesavers. And he chews them to, to get the strength in his jaw. And so he what about wins. his teeth? I'm mortified right now. And he wins them because he just, and they all go down, bone and all. And he just, yeah. But I mean, like dogs can't they tell eat the you bones. Not. When they split, I don't know. I'm really disturbed right now. Yeah, like at least, um, I think it's really gross when people like fully clean it. You know what I mean? They just like, mm-hmm. um, but that's, that's the purest way, you know? Yeah. Fantastic. What about you? What did you order, Tracy? I got the original hot. I love wings, and I like them tr- typically a lot hotter, but I didn't want to, like, snot yeah. all over for this. So it was more for you, really. Thank so you. you're welcome. Yeah. We always, um, one of my last podcasts, we started sweating in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of physiological responses to wings. <laughs> okay, so, so, and do you typically like a wet wing, or do you like a dry rub? I don't do the dry rub. I only do, the, like, the wet wing. Yeah. And we get wings all the time. We're a big sports house. Ah. So it's like once a week, I'll do like a huge order of wings, and it's me, my husband, my boys, and we just sit there, and it's actually kind of dis- disgusting, but oh, we slam them. amazing. Yeah. You have two boys? I do have two boys. Oh, okay, well, yeah. Yeah. They are nine and 13. So. Oh, and they're just garbage disposals. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, my 13-year-old is six feet tall, <laughs> and he eats three bags, the big bags of cereal a day. What? Yeah. He eats three of those? Yeah, he's huge. Like, I can't. Can't I, feed him enough. I make him his own pan of meatloaf. He's like a bean pole. It's insane. Mm. He's huge. Like, oh, because it's all that. Yeah, it's just all, all everything's going to gr- him growing yes. and yes. yeah. Wow, neat. Good for you. Awful at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, you're not going to be a basketball mom. He's, yeah, it's, just, uh. it's a waste, honestly. <laughs> Do you like? Um, well, so let me ask you this: How, What's your number? Like, if you were sitting down to wings and and you, it was say just you, how many could you eat? I mean, shame-free. Yeah, shame-free. 
I mean, I, could, I can easily put back 20. 20? Yeah. How many do you order when it's your whole family and the giant? Well, it kind of it depends. My husband's six six too. The other so giant. The other giant. It just depends. Usually they'll have like a special or something, yeah. and I might throw like a sandwich in there to kind of carve it up a little right. bit more, you know? Yeah. So how many do you order? I mean, I, they can they can kill over fifty. Yeah. The three of them. I believe Dang. it. Yeah. You got to get something to kind of fill it in. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. What yeah, kind it's of crazy. flavor do you order when it's the family time wings? We do like. The, like the bomb or whatever, like the really, really hot one. And then the teriyaki. Nice. The kids like the teriyaki. Yeah. Do you guys do a ranch or blue cheese or nothing? Nothing. Ranch. You do no purist. You do ranch? Ranch. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. What about, um, we didn't get any celery or carrots, but if they had, would you, do you eat the celery or carrots? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, my kids do. Yeah. Okay. Do you prefer, when you do, you know, bone in wings, do you, do you prefer the drummies or the flats? I prefer the drummies. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Drummies, drummy. Yeah. 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 Drummies right. and thighs. <laughs> Do your kids, I never thought about that. It's a, it's a choice. Um, do your kids care, or do you think your family has a has an opinion? I think my little one likes the drummies. Um, yeah. My thirteen year old is indifferent. Okay. He will eat anything. <laughs> He's and I when, and I think it's kind of cool. Like so, I grew up on the Chesapeake, so I grew up picking crabs. Nice. And my husband and my youngest won't eat seafood. So it's cool that my 13-year-old now is so desperate for calories all the time. And he's like, I'll pick the damn crab, you know? <laughs> oh, nice. I got to kill it, Mom. Yeah, I'm like, we're, going, we're flying home to Maryland. <laughs> we're picking two bushel of crab. <laughs> driving down the road. He's like, quit chewing on those cows. Right? Yeah. They're not so dead hungry. yet. <laughs> so, okay, April, there is a little story I've been following. And I just want to know, what's your deal with pancakes? <laughs> okay, I have... <laughs> I... I have no ability to cook whatsoever. I'm the last of the six kids in my family, and my mom just kind of shot her wad on the first four. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. she taught them all how to sew and cook. And then by the time she got to me, it was like every we ate out all the time. So then I get married, and I have this skinny German husband who, who like, can't put any weight on like your son. And his grandmother's like, do you feed him? And I'm like, yes. And so, but I can't, I have to buy it, like, pre-prepared and, like, follow a recipe very carefully, or it will go hey. Wire. Well, there's no <laughs> recipe for pancakes. There's you make the batter it's on the you back p- of the box. It does. Yeah, it is. It, but the thing is, <laughs> and I think on Aunt Jemima too. <laughs> the thing is, is every time I make it, they never come out the same. Oh. I measure carefully, like I flatten the top, like and I tap it down and I measure think, the water. Oh, yeah, God. I can't make okay, a pancake. I don't mean to jump to solutions because I feel like. I feel like I can cook pancakes, okay? Right. And I'll tell you, I won't tell you my experience. We're not shaming you, but we can both you can cook shame pancakes. Me. I know I am. My poor husband, God love him. He's a... Um, Buy the man some toaster strudels. I know. the man. He's a good sport, though. I have seen him eat liquid pancakes. <laughs> I have seen him eat pancakes. I have he's seen him eat everything in between. He, if I put it in front of him, the, God love him, the man will eat it. So I always keep pancake mix, or when I had my house, like, I would keep pancake mix just in case people came over or stopped by or just, you always had food if you had pancake mix. Right. And I, so what I started doing was just, um, I do it by sight. So if when, when the batter gets to the right consistency, that's when it's that done. Is, that is a recipe for disaster in my house. Right. Yeah. And then I always add, I told you online, cinnamon and, um, and cinnamon, I add a little bit of cinnamon and some vanilla just nice. to give it a little flavor. Right. But I think the consistency, like it can't be too wet, it can't, can't be, be too, too thick. Dry. Yep. And then I think the temperature, a little low to a medium. Right. Pour just it. Wait for those little bubbles. Small. Yes. 
the bubbles. And I have one of those little like I think griddles. small. Yes. That I use. That, that made me a better cook, those griddles. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is the griddle has a slight angle on it. It does. Oh. And if you don't get your pancake batter right, it just goes right, right. into so the it's oil thin. catch. It's yeah. too thin. Yeah, it's or too thin. Or if it's too thick, it Eggs becomes, would always run yeah. into that. Right. Okay. So I think we need to thicken up the batter and then, and then just... <laughs> Just wait, I think. Get, get those little bubbles. you got to give it some time. All right, well, let me tell you let a story, simmer. though. This goes back a long time. When I was a kid, I was 14 years old, and my grandmother, my, my mom's side, was dying of cancer. And um, we were at that point of, uh, it, everybody's kind of been there. Everybody's had somebody who's died of cancer. And we were kind of at that point with her where she was just laying in bed, sleeping all the time. We could barely get her to open her eyes or do anything. And the time was coming. So my mom had to go to the store, and she asked my brother Johnny to watch her. And he goes, yeah, no problem. And, he, and I was there, 14 years old. My brother lights a joint and tells me, if you tell mom I did this, I will kill you. And I'm like, mm, I ain't saying shit. He went back there, and because she would sit up and go, can I have a cigarette? And so when she did, he just handed her a joint, and she smoked it. She didn't know what she smoked, but she smoked it. And when my mom came home, she was sitting in the kitchen, and my mom's like, what is happening? And she goes, I want some pancakes. And my mom goes, I will make you pancakes. And I go, Mom, you don't have pancake batter. You said she was sitting in the kitchen, my and she had been bedridden. Up. She'd been bedridden, and, we, and she had smoked that joint, got hungry, and came in the kitchen. Like, we, my yeah. brother was cooking for her. My mom came in, and she was like, I will make pancakes. And uh, I was like, Mom, you can't make pancakes. We don't have pancake mix. And she's like... I got this. But see, she never showed me. So I didn't know that baking soda and baking powder were two different things and that they do different things. And right. when you had all these things, and I was just like, oh, I'm really amazed at people who can cook because I just can't. And I don't know why I'm fat because I can't <laughs> cook. So it doesn't make sense. But did she make pancakes? She did. She made oh. pancakes. My grandmother ate every bite of them, went back That's to bed, wonderful. and she died two days later. Oh, my God. What a beautiful story. So she and my, and my brother, to this day, I was like, she, my, she only ate because my brother gave her weed. Right. That's the only reason she ate. But it probably felt good. Probably. To, uh, it yeah. was happy. I was happy. We were all happy to see her up. Like, yeah. she'd just been so right. tired and so weak, but the weed gave her just enough, like, mm, I need some pancake. Who That's comes me. out of a coma and goes, I need pancakes? That's but, amazing. You know? Yeah. Wow. So that was um, Fantastic. It's Thank not a happy story. It is but. so sweet. <laughs> Tracy, okay, so we were talking um, a little bit earlier about yeah. you said you came out on stage as bisexual. So is this a this is is this a newer, um, not newer, but like is this a recent um, like a? You tell tell me more about that. I mean, so I've I've known my sexuality like before I even knew what to label it. I I knew what I was and who I was. Um, I left for the army. My mom signed me over to the army at 16. Oh, I wow. left when I graduated high school. I was 17, like only barely turning 18 when I left for the army. Um, I met my husband a year into being in the army and, and he always knew it was something that we talked about very openly, but it was, he was the only person I really talked about it to. Um, and we've had, I mean, I, I don't want to call it like a polyamorous situation, but it, he's very open to, you know, if you have this relationship with another woman, I'm okay with it. And we've lived this way for 15 years. Oh, wow. And, you know, we have kids and I love him more than anything in the world, but I never really told anybody else. And it was finally just at a point where it's like, okay, I used to say it was like, I'm, I'm a private person and like, this is none of your business. But then it became, I'm denying this part of myself by not letting people know. And it's like keeping these two huge worlds apart. It, it became a laborious task. So I started writing jokes and it was like, I, I wanted to talk about this. And I literally outed myself on stage. I went home, I, pulled, I told my mom to come over. She came over and I was like, just so you know, like I'm, I'm bisexual. And it was one of those moments where she was like, 
okay. <laughs> like, and then you want to make pancake? You want to do Brenner for dinner? Like, it was like this like underwhelming thing. Yeah. And I, it's, my family doesn't really know. Like, it's not some like huge coming out thing, but it was this huge weight, truly, that would just be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going on stage. I'm telling all these strangers about my sex life. I want you to know. And I think maybe she kind of always knew. You know, there is like that moment, but. So yeah. it's like you can be your authentic self now. Completely. That's wonderful. Without hiding anything. That is good. So it's incredible. Have you been in a relationship with a woman for 15 years also? Or no. That, okay. No. So you I've, and your husband have been together for 15 years. My husband and I have been married for 15 years, and I've had relationships, a few relationships. They usually do end up being long-term, but with women along the way. I see. Um, and it's just always worked, you know? Yeah. So I, I guess now we would call it poly. It was something that we didn't have a name for bef- before. It was just. Do you just... have that relationship separate from the one with your husband, or do you guys? Is this sometimes oh, completely separate? Okay, so then that wouldn't be poly then. Yeah, That's my just... husband. My husband. His. He's just super supportive of yeah. me, and he wants me to be happy. He Good. wants. He's met with some of the women, but that's the extent of it so okay yeah. yeah that's fascinating good for you yeah i'm happy anytime somebody can just be themselves yeah well i was i see i've been married for 24 years and my husband and i we were high school sweethearts and when we got together i i was, grew up in georgia i didn't know there was a such thing as lesbians mm-hmm. i mean i knew i knew the word gay and i knew what it meant but i just really didn't understand it. i had to get out of that town to learn about the world and, um, yeah, after we'd been married for a while, and I was like, well, I like my husband. I'm not one of those jealous people. Like, we will watch porn together. I don't know how other people do it, but we can watch porn together. And yeah. I'm perfectly okay. I can watch gay porn, lesbian porn. I can watch straight porn, whatever. And I always told him, I was like, well, I prefer a woman in it. I, I've noticed that I'm not I'm not into, like, gay porn, but and I'm, I'm okay with the lesbian being there, but I want, like, straight. That's what I want. And I was like, but I do like the women. And he was like, do you think that you might be bisexual? And I was like, I don't know. And so about halfway through, about 15 years in, I found somebody that was willing to kind of experiment with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not bisexual. And I just, and we found that out. And he was like, okay. And that was it. That was the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I tell you, you know, I felt bad for the girl that I was, because I was told her, I was like, you know what, it's not, you know, it's, I, I felt bad having to be that way. It's like, it's not you, you're beautiful, but I'm not into that. And she was like, no, oh, that's cool. So she was really good about it, too. She was, right. those, she, she was funny. It was a lesbian friend who was like, hey, you want to find out? Come on. Right. <laughs> I guess everybody needs one of those friends yeah. that, that'll help you along right. yes. the way. Like. But it wasn't weird afterwards. She was still my friend after oh, that. Wow. So, which was really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I, I get that. I get, you're, you're lucky. You're very lucky. I, I was, too, actually, to be honest, just to be able to find that out. Exactly. Yeah. I find that... Um, a lot of people, well, I, I think people are more fluid or these days. I don't mean to say these days, but maybe I'll say people are more comfortable just kind of being like, I am what I am. Exactly. You know, and it's like, I don't need a label and it's none, you know, it is none of your business, right. but I will do wherever my heart, whatever my heart takes me or, right. you know, so I think that's kind of nice. I'm glad people, um, I heard something that um, like young people these days, they don't come out. They just are. Yeah, There's, exactly. But Their like, parents just have to kind of figure it out. Yeah. And I always think... Um, their parents probably knew all along. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I truly believe, like, my mom definitely knew. You know, I feel like I feel like there are signs along the way. Right. Um, but the, then, of course, if you aren't, like, openly sharing something, you aren't preventing something from coming out. Right. So who knows? You know. Yeah. What knows? do you think? I wonder what would have been a, a signal or, a, like, a... 
Um, I, I definitely watched porn with, uh, oh. with all my guy friends, and I know that we had porn, like, in my bedroom, and my mom would find it. I'm sure in her mind, she's like, oh, it's just Nathan's, but no. You know, I don't yeah. know. Why is it underneath her pillow? I, I don't know. I've always, um, I'm, I'm pretty straight, um, but I do like porn, and I've always been, like, an um, it feels weird or sounds weird to say, but like an oversexed little kid, like oh, like a very like interested and like I have a Ooh, joke about this? humping yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, as a child, Did I you humped hump everything. Maybe I'll do it tonight. I humped pillows when I was a kid. Oh, I humped um, the wall, like. Um, wall, you're looking fine. I'll tell the joke, tell the joke tonight. Uh, like a textured wallpaper. What was the like, situation? Like, um, I'm looking at the door jam, like kind of like an entry kind of thing, or a um, right. What did I say? Oh, we used to. The, uh, the intro to that joke is like, you know, we, I first found out we used to trade bikes. <laughs> Missy had a banana seat. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> so I've always been like kind of that oversexed kid, but I, um, for the most part, I, uh, I I consider myself straight. Although men are pissing me off so bad, and I hate them so much lately. <laughs> yeah. I think I just, it's just become such a struggle. And mm -hmm. um, anyway, um, <laughs> I wore this shirt. It says, all Maxes live in Texas. And I was thinking, if somebody says something, I'm like, it's a lie. No one's ever loved me. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to call, an ex, call them my ex. Aww. So anyway, um, no, that's fantastic. Well, it's been kind of, I don't know about you, but I mean, for me, I decided to go ahead and check. I wanted to know if maybe I lean that way because... I've always been a masculine kid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm short, I'm stocky. My brother describes us as stout, round, and close to the ground. That's that's the way we are. And I climb trees, and it, I've gone back and looked at pictures of me, and I'm always in, you know, suede pants and cowboy boots, and, you know, my hair's pulled back. I've always had kind of a, a man's haircut, and I was just, so naturally, you know, I'm amazed my family didn't say something to me when I was young, but I've always been masculine leaning. I always kind of, like I'm going to be in a friend's wedding uh, this year and gonna, I'm wearing a suit. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm one of the groomsmen. So this will be my third wedding as a groomsman. So that tells, but I solidly just, I love dick. That's just all there is. Right, right. yeah, exactly. And I know that for a fact now. Yeah, right. Um, the, I, when I was thinking about being oversexed in the porn, I think too, sometimes there is a fine line between like, I, um, I look at a lot of women because I compare myself. Yeah, or I look yeah. to go like, oh, I like, I mean, I'm obsessed with like hair and makeup and clothes and accessories. So I'm always like, oh, I like that. And I like this and I like your hair, you know, like I right. love style. Um, but I feel like it's like, at what point do people realize like, oh, I don't know. Right. I think for me, I never knew that it had to be one or the other. Like, it never really clicked for me mm. until I got a little older, and that's when I kind of knew I shouldn't say anything. Like, there's this moment when you're like, this isn't right. Yeah. So this belief of, oh, it doesn't have to be one or another. I didn't yeah. grow up in, like, a, I mean, I grew up in a very rural, like, um, tobacco farming, crabbing. So it's not mm -hmm. like I had a lot of, like, there were no same-sex couples. But in my mind, it was just like, it, just because I don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. But then once I got old enough to realize that it didn't exist, it was like, oh, I'm not going to talk about How it. How old were you when you first had, a, like, an interaction, a, 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 you know, a moment with a, a woman? I was, like, when I, like, an actual, like, physical like moment? First, or, like, I, like, like a first kiss, a first, you know, I'm 12. Stuff. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I was 12. Yeah, Eight. I was 11, and I had a, a, a friend who was a female that we used to, like, 
get naked around and yeah. take baths. It was like yeah. spin the bottle, but there Something. weren't boys around. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, do you have hair on? Like, I remember this conversation. Do you have hair on your vagina? What? <laughs> you have hair on your? Yes. Let me see. And it went from there. I think all kids do that. We're just, yeah, it's very natural. You right? just want to know. And I think society and everything else around it is the one that puts the confines like, no, that's not okay. But like, just naturally, we're... We go there. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, that feels good. Especially when you yeah. start to realize everybody's different. And then you're like, well, why are my boobs not as big as hers? Or why, are, why, you know, it's like, well, she has hairy legs. Why doesn't she shave? But I always feel compelled. Like, that was something I had a hard time with was feeling compelled to shave. You know? I love yeah. it that kids these days don't care. Yeah. I have so lucky. Yeah. yeah. I have jokes about it and being like, don't give me shit about shaving my legs. But I really respect the fact that they, they get to, they don't feel as... Uh, pushed down by societal yes, norms, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, they can have hairy legs, hairy pits. Pink, I love the girl. I, I, I wouldn't do it, but I love the girls with, like, the pink armpit up. hairy. Yes, yes. Yeah. But see you, see, you see the shirt she's wearing and the kind of shirt. See, I would never wear a shirt like that. I don't show my, I don't today. show, <laughs> I don't like to show, like, the under part of my arms, and I don't like to have cleavage because... I um I, I don't know it's it's just something I grew up with like people oh, I all, see. I've always had huge tits and people always looked at them and now I I find that as an adult I, I paid for mine so I'm oh, gonna show them yeah yeah I, I paid, um, I paid you, to have mine lifted but I still don't show them off I know it's been like a couple years ago is when I kind of started covering up a little more like I am liking to wear jackets but I don't want to get too comfortable with that like I miss even though I had you know fat arms or whatever I would I I, I wanted to just kind of be myself but I've noticed in the last couple of years that it's like I'm thinking I'm just getting older and things are settling I need to move more <laughs> but so but now I'm more self-conscious about it but I do like showing off my tits a lot well here's, yeah. here's something to think about too like I figured out for me I started covering up more about four years ago when I started getting into comedy and it's because I'm talking to men all the time and I need their attention and I need them to take me seriously so I make sure my tattoos show well I have a man's haircut and oh. I force them to treat me like a man most of the time Interesting, April. That yeah. is fascinating. I actually have an email. My manager is uh, non-existent, but it's an email I had created with a man's name, and I write emails as him in my benefit. Oh, wow. So that they get, when clubs get notices from, or yeah. when I contact people and say, hey, can you put this comic on? It's like, hi, I managed this comic April, blah, 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 blah. And I sign it like Mike Smith. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay, this is a guy. And they take it more seriously. Yeah. Men and women both. Um, one of my friends is a producer and she mentioned to me that she always brings one of the guys along when she's having a meeting. Um, because she's like a five foot three woman. And she said that even... Even the most woke people, like, they just don't take her as seriously. But she is the head honcho to a huge production company. And, and they they still, she just likes to have a, a guy in the room. Right. But I think, I think it's smart to acknowledge those things. It's not like you're blending into it or you're accepting it. You're just, how can I get around it? How that, can I get yeah. how can it? I take How can I make it work for me? Yeah, it's yes. going to exist whether I'm here or not. Absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't talk about this a lot, but not because it, I don't want to, but I don't, it's just not something that's come up. But in all honesty, I use my Southern accent to my greatest benefit because uh, it really 
over the phone and in audio and stuff, it really charms the shit out of people. Yeah. Now, the way I'm talking now is the way I talk normally. When I get on stage, it becomes, hey, y'all, my name's April Gallaty. Yeah. I'm originally from... So it goes real thick when I'm on stage, but it's part of who I am, and, it, right. and I can manipulate people with it. And it's your persona. I mean, mm -hmm. a stage persona can com completely differ from who you are, so yeah. just tweaking an accent, I yeah. mean... It's very... It's, it, I, I tell anybody who has a southern accent, I've learned over the years to really lean into it. It helps a lot. Right. I'm talking to someone now who's a friend who's wanting to help, who's going to be helping me like do like management work and help me find other shows. She has a thick southern accent and she's a salesperson. So I feel like she's going to do wonderfully. Right. You know. That's amazing. Yeah, and you just got to figure out what your gifts are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exploit them. I mean, you mm -hmm. have them, you know. You know, my mom used to like push on my shoulders. She would be shoulders back, girls up. Shoulders back, girls up. And she's like, "Use what God gave you." She goes, "If men can't look past your tits, she goes, let them look at you while you take their wallet." And I'm like, "All right." I like that. It's a hustle move there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, use what you got. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a wings podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to start a toy storytelling show is what I'm going to do. Yeah, tell us I'm about excited. your projects. What are you excited about? What are you looking forward to? And what do you want in the next year? So the next, by the end of this year, so you only have 11 months now. Okay. Uh, tell me what you're excited about and looking forward to. I'm looking forward to trying to get on bigger festivals. I've spent the last two years doing festivals, and I have slowly gotten on more uh, prominent festivals. and bigger. I won't say bigger festivals, but more pro people pay more attention to them. Um, my goal is to try to get on to something like Red Clay or, um, you know, the one I'm going to in North Carolina uh, this year, I'm going to the North Carolina Comedy, Fest, uh, Comedy Festival in Greensboro. Um, she's having Just for Laughs down, the, the, uh, the people who are running it. So I'm excited about that. That's huge. Uh, that's fantastic. A bunch of my friends are going. Um, we met Jenny at uh, Big Pine Comedy Festival mm -hmm. uh, where... Um, that's fantastic. You know Jenny Stencil then. Yeah. yeah so She's I, amazing. Yeah. I got into that one, and then with my schedule, I wasn't able to go. So we would have gotten to hang out there, too. Oh, I'm so sorry, April. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to miss you there. I also, oh, well, it conflicted with another fest. Yeah. So um, that's fantastic. It is fin <laughs> The door here slams. Yeah. <laughs> I swear nobody's mad, but it feels like they're mad. They're yeah, all angry. It's not. No. Um, <laughs> there's that, and then I applied for a TV show. <gasps> oh. And I got an email yesterday asking for more videos of me. Great. That's huge. That's huge. That so, is great. Um, that's the first time I've mentioned it. My husband's the only one who knows, but fingers crossed. I don't know. It's a bad singers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I applied for that one. And so, yeah, I, I'm tone deaf. <laughs> so, that's perfect. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So, yeah. That'll be great. See, that's the wonder of this podcast. That guy almost dropped his baby. Yeah. Did you see that? I, I watched the, uh, we yeah, it was a very Michael home. Jackson what over the, that beard. Um, he was just like, and then he like, I mean, that guy, I know, I was like, whoa, 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 wait, <laughs> the guy dropped his baby, so handsome, like not the guy who almost killed the baby, the other right, guy, right. very hot, well, the, the baby probably <laughs> wouldn't have died, but, there's, sorry, there's a big bounce. window, they bounce at that age, <laughs> what, they, they bounce, bounce at that age, their skulls are soft for a reason, he was like, <laughs> okay, there's a big window in front of the wing shop, so we're just looking at all the great things in Paris. I was um, carrying my niece one time and dropped her, but caught her by the foot oh, just wow. sh before she hit the ground. Oh, my God. And my sister took her away from me, and they won't let me babysit yep. anymore. Oh. So what I found on this podcast, we talk about our hopes and dreams, and they come true. So, like, yeah. I like oh. putting it out there. Yes. Um, what about you, Tracy? What do you want in the next year? What are you looking forward uh, to? You know, I'm still, I'm still so new. Um, so honestly, I just got into the regular rotation at the club That's where great. I'm at. So I'm at the three-month host rotation, which is like huge. Yeah. Because uh, he's 
There aren't Do a lot of... For three months or every three months? It's every three months. Cool. But um, you, you kind of have to earn it. Like, he doesn't just give it away. Nice. And I hate to say it, but I'm the only female on that regular rotation. So I fucking own it. I love mm -hmm. it. Um, I'm, if you have to earn it and you're the only female on there, then good on you. You have, you have to earn huge. it. It's definitely kind of a good old boys um, situation, but... Like, I go there every weekend. I drive 40 minutes to get there and just drink and pay his staff well and, you know, like, make him laugh even when I don't get a guest set. Nice. So uh, I'm really excited about that. And just I'm applying to a lot of festivals. And, yeah. That's so it. you're working. You're I'm working. Just working. I just, I just, I'm working. That's it. You're doing it. better than I. Good. I was doing it, at like, at a, at a year. <laughs> I was, like, still trying to make myself go out, you know. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't know. Oh my gosh, Jenny oh, Zagrino and Rick Shaw just walked in. Woo! Hello, how you doing, Jenny? Good. You're, this is the Wings with Friends podcast. Uh, is it always Wings with Friends? Yeah, always Wings with Friends. <laughs> I mean, that's the name of it. Where's my sticker? You want to sit? Okay. You want some wings? Give me some wings. These They're are sweet. Cold. Those are hot. Ooh, I want hot. Yeah, just take the whole, take the bones and everything. Um, chum, chum. For me, I'm going to wrap this up because we're just about to end, and then maybe we'll start again. I want to um, say one thing, though, before yeah. we go. Uh, Tracy and I found out that we have something in common. She, um, when I was born, I had a sister named Tracy Michelle who had passed away, and they were going to name me that, and instead ended up naming me April Michelle because I was born in April. And Tracy's name is Tracy Michelle. I'm Tracy Michelle. So I think what it was is my yeah. sister faked her I rose. death at three months, moved to Colorado. It's a resurrection situation. It's, it's a resurrection situation. This is my sister. Yes. I heard that. Um, I agree. That could definitely happen. I heard that Katy Perry is really Jean-Baptiste Ramsey, so maybe it was like a situation. And like Avril Lavigne died, and she was taken over by some other chick. Oh, because she's had this? a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. She looks differently. No, I think she's yeah. dead, and Paul it's the other girl. Paul McCartney uh, kind of blazed the oh, trail Paul for this. Yeah. He's yeah. totally dead. What? He's dead, yeah. I've talked, about, I've talked about this. Oh, hold on. You're not on a mic. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I have a podcast called Gotti Positive, and we talked about Paul McCartney's death, and since I was, like, 13 or 14, I've been studying on Paul McCartney's Apparently, he drops in to comedy shows all the time. Like he loves comedy or something. Yeah, he goes to the improv. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would, I would die. Yeah. I would probably kill myself if I saw him because I love him so much. Uh, that but would be he is a fake. You think so? If you there's some matchup stuff where they match like 1964 Paul to like 1966 Paul, and it is oddly like right face has changed completely. Like even where his eyes are. Does he have the bulge like all the seven, all the sixties and seventies rock stars? Was yeah, he on we list? just saw Ringo and we just saw George Harrison. There's um, a great if you Google rock stars in tight pants. There's this whole picture thing of like nineteen sixties and seventies rock stars in tight pants, and that's their amazing. Bulge is incredible. So like the I lead singer from Lit, by the way, has a. I didn't even. I saw them just like they opened for the Offspring like years ago. This yeah. Lit, who had a song, one song in like nineteen ninety six, huge. You can't not look at it. And it's Matt. I can't. I talked to my husband about it. Like, he's obsessed with so it. So I uh, bonded with Jenny yesterday because you were talking about rock stars with bulges. And then my obsession is, like, just celebrities with dicks through pants. Right. Um, but today you were talking about Amadeus. And I was like, that movie was strangely sexual for me as a child, yes. too. Not the same way for you. But I just remember being really turned on. And it was that scene where he was, like, all on her boobs. Yes. And they had him. <laughs> yes. Come on. I'm not Amadeus. It's yeah, a sexual awakening. And he piece. was really cute. I remember going, he was is so he cute? cute. But it wasn't a conventional cute. It kind of made me go, wait, is he cute? He like, was the ultimate fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Tom Hulse is the first <laughs> fuckboy. Where is he now? He doesn't do anything anymore, does he? He's still an actor. He's, you know he's gay, right? No, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I never knew anything past Amadeus. Right. Like, what happened? He did some other, <coughs> other stuff, and then I think he just kind of dropped off. But he's, uh, if you look at him now, he looks very different. Oh my gosh! But, but yeah, I love I was Tom Hulse. Over, what? I love Tom Hulse. Yeah, I was very sexualized by that movie also. So this has been fantastic. Actually, yeah. while we got you here, Jenny, what's been your favorite part of the festival so far? You've got a headlining show tonight. I really enjoyed the panel because I love telling comics what to do. <laughs> you gave me so many great suggestions on apps and social media stuff. That was great information. I'm so glad you're here. I did some TikToking and Bite while I was on my antiquing trip today, so... I started following you on TikTok. I do TikToks every day, too, so, yeah. Look at anyone else's TikTok. <laughs> you gotta be on a mic! You gotta be on a mic. Double mic. We double mic'd her. I don't look at anyone else's TikToks. I should. I should probably, uh, like, add more people. But let's see. Let's see how today's TikTok... Today's didn't go so well. Today's video got eight, only 849. Oh, you're doing better than me. But yesterday's got 17,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's yeah. see. For me, uh, today's only got 163, and yesterday's got 84. So wow, <laughs> we got to work on your hashtag. <laughs> All right. Jenny, do you like wings? Do you eat wings in your real life? I do, but I like them naked, and I like to dip the sauce. Okay, okay. So you, you get a plain wing. That was actually Rick's strategy. Was No... I said that was Rick's strategy. It's like a hell. Okay, hold on. We got all over the place now. Rick's strategy for wings was to get the sauce on the side, and then you can have everyone. And then we got into Rick's daiquiri. What is that? Um, I love daiquiri. <laughs> can you describe We're it? We're all distracted by this daiquiri. Do you do a ranch or a blue cheese? Uh, I prefer ranch, but I'll do a hot sauce dip. I like it. Do you eat the, um, like, Carrots or celery that come with it? Oh, extra all the time. I like it. Um, so this is a podcast about food, fun, and friends. So it's usually yeah. like wings bring us together, and then we kind of get into a lot of stuff, which we did today, ladies. Yeah, we right? Did. We got deep. deep. We yeah. call it comedy, door. sex, sexuality, mm -hmm. childhood, sexuality, childhood, childhood. Yeah, humping, walls. humping things. Humping yeah. things. Yeah. Well, everything really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe. <laughs> Tell that joke tonight. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you where so can much. we follow you? Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. It's at Twacy Twits. Um, <laughs> really highlighting a childhood speech impediment that took me down. I'm taking it to the top. There you um, go. Yeah, and if you're in Colorado Springs, come to Looney's or go to Comedy Works in Denver. Love um, it. Go to Thick Skin Night. Mm-hmm. What about um, you, April? The easiest way to find me is at my website, and then it goes out to everything. So it's aprilgality.com, A-P-R-I-L-G-A-L-L-A-T-Y.com. And all my social media is that, too, at aprilgality. It. Yep, it's real easy. I'm adding everyone. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Um, where can we find you? Jenny Zagrino on everything. Jenny's, I, so I first heard of Jenny listening to the Jackie and Lori podcast, and oh, I was like, yeah. I'm on been my favorite almost bible um you can find me at mary upchurch or g-a-l-l-a-t-y you can find me at mary upchurch <laughs> wings with friends or phoenix funny um you guys we'll try to get more episodes with the tower city comedy festival but until then thank you have a nice evening bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>